0: Well, hello there, gorgeous business owners. How you doing? (laughs) Today's episode is all about analytics, KPIs, data. Oh my! Does anyone else have flashbacks to Wizard of Oz when you hear that? Do you all ever prepare something that you think is going to be short and sweet, and then you realize it's a lot bigger than you planned? This episode will be one of those. I will actually have to make some follow-up episodes too. But I wanted to make sure that we cover this. Today's episode is going to be one that some people might be uncomfortable with. It might ruffle some feathers, but this is part 6 in the series of must-have skills for success in business. There are 8 total. We are on number 6 today. If you haven't listened to parts 1 through 5, don't worry. They are forever living online. Actually, I shouldn't say forever. For a while, living online. So go to boldwithbrook.com/podcast to see all of the past episodes. We are going to chat all about the numbers, knowing your numbers, analytics, KPIs. This is absolutely essential. And it is today's episode. And before we dive into that, I wanted to call your attention to the encore presentation of my email marketing workshop. It is three days of small tasks so that you have your email list started and growing with a workshop on day four. It is free. Did I mention that it's free? Did you hear that it's free? So many people shared that they missed it when we did it a couple of weeks ago. So we are going to do it again in November, potentially first week of December. I'm going to try and fit it in somewhere. Holidays are coming. Y'all understand, right? The date isn't set yet, but go to boldwithbrook.com/workshop to sign up and be the first to get that date. One more request before we talk about all of the data I have been working on getting my iTunes reviews back that were removed for some reason. So if you love this podcast, would you be ever so kind to go and leave a review? I put in so many hours to make sure that these episodes are actionable and valuable, and this education is totally free. Those reviews would be a little shout out, a little thanks, and we appreciate them here so much. So go to boldwithbrook.com slash iTunes to leave a review and a good one, by the way, and I might feature your review on a future episode. So let's start talking all about the numbers. Hey, hey there, awesome people. I am Brooke Thummer and you are listening to Business Straight Up, the podcast for creative entrepreneurs to learn, connect, grow and build the business and life that they dream of. Welcome, let's get going and dive right in. analytics, KPIs, data. Oh my, I am cracking myself up with that little subtitle. Just in case you couldn't tell, welcome back to another episode of Business Straight Up, the podcast in place to be if you want to actually make a living doing what you love. Today, we are going to talk all about the data. What the heck do we track, right? If you truly want to look at where you're at in your business, it's important to be really honest with yourself about your numbers and these numbers include a lot of different things. I went through this a little bit in my episode on running a business with ADHD. If you want to hear more about that, go to boldwithbrook.com slash 85. There's even a free worksheet to show you the numbers that I track in my own business. I really want to talk today about two things in particular, and you'll notice that I've been talking about the same things over and over again, but in different categories. There's mindset And there's tactics. So why the heck do you care about mindset when it comes to tracking these types of numbers? First, because taking an honest look at these numbers, where you're at, can really, really be terrifying. I know, I feel you. I remember when a coach asked me what my revenue was, and I was ashamed to tell him that I was at about $5,000 annually. Before I talked with him, I was so proud of that number because it was improvement from where I had been before. But I knew that he would judge me based on that number, which is a whole different story. For another time, it was quite the experience. Sometimes, imposter syndrome can really come rearing its ugly head when we sit down to look at these numbers honestly. The mindset behind this is a must if you want to be able to track these numbers in a way that will help you move towards your biggest goals. Bonus, if you have ADD or ADHD like I do, tracking these numbers can sometimes be that little dopamine hit when you need it most. I'm gonna say this really big and really loud, and I'm gonna say it again later. These numbers do not determine your worth. They don't determine your worth, your skill, your value, or anything else. They are not a moral statement on who you are. They don't say that you're a good person or a bad person, or a good business person, or a bad business person. They don't have any morality built into them at all. They're just numbers. That's it. We have to get past this idea that if we aren't where we want to be, that that's bad. Because it truly isn't bad. It's not good or bad. It just is. There is no moral judgment on those numbers. They are just numbers. And that's all. This is a huge part of the mindset that we need to start embracing when it comes to being the CEO in our business and tracking these numbers. Now, if you're not where you want to be, do you want them to change? You might, but I want to remind you again that there is no finish line. I promise you that when you get to that elusive six-figure mark, you're going to be thinking about the next mark. You might celebrate, you might go out and enjoy, and you should. But because you're a business owner, you're a badass, and you're a person that takes action, you're going to move forward to thinking of the next goal. It's just naturally where your brain will go. Think about one number that you really wanted to hit. Maybe it was a client spending $1,000 on your services. Maybe it was booking one wedding in a specific location that was really beautiful. Maybe it was having your own commercial space. When you had that goal, and then you reached it, did you feel different? It might have felt great to reach that goal, and I really hope that it did. But did it make you a different person? Did it mean that you are now worthy of everyone's respect and adoration and praise? And now you can stop everything and just live a life of luxury on the beach with hot, shirtless men bringing you drinks all day? Of course not. <laughs> Even if you are physically and financially able to do that, chances are you're still thinking about your next goal. Because I have friends that are multi-millionaires, they could potentially sit on the beach all day and have someone bring them drinks. And they don't because that's not who we are. We are constantly growing and learning and changing. And that's a beautiful thing. Meeting these numbers is awesome. And the emotions that come with them are amazing, but they don't make you a different person. I'm gonna say it again, ready? These numbers do not determine your worth. Meeting them, or not, does not mean that you are magically a good person who will have hospitals named after you. You're not going to have a parade somewhere. There is no moral statement built into them. They're just numbers. (laughs) Sometimes, I forget that this is audio only, well, some are video too, but when I type out the episodes ahead of time, I like to not forget anything, so I give myself an outline and I have all caps on certain things. I hope you can hear it in my voice because there are really some major takeaways that we need to hear and embrace when it comes to tracking our numbers. So I'm going to say this one more time. We need to shift our mindset when it comes to tracking our numbers, because these numbers do not determine your worth. There is no moral statement of good or bad in the numbers. They're just numbers, and you can set them wherever you'd like them to be. You can just track whatever you'd like to track, and you can cater all of this to be what you want it to be. Remember, you're the boss. The only hard and fast rule for business comes from the IRS. If you live in the United States is that you must actually be making money. Otherwise they consider it a hobby and not a business. Other than that, you get to make the rules. So with that mindset shift, I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to think about your goals in your business. If you are like, Brooke, I don't know what my goals are. Don't worry, lovelies, listen to episode 81 at boldwithbrook.com slash 81 to start setting your business goals and designing your life. Knowing your goals and where you want your business to be is essential when it comes to choosing what you want to track. There are a few other episodes on setting goals too. Check out number 22 and also episode number three, although that one's more about productivity and reaching your goals, but there are several episodes that I've done on goals. So you have some goals, right? Maybe it's a certain revenue goal, maybe it's a certain client number, maybe it's a certain offer that you want to have in your pricing. It's important to know these goals and to have them be super solid and specific so that we know what analytics and numbers that we want to look at because ultimately, it's all just math. That's all what it boils down to. Sometimes these numbers are called analytics, sometimes they're called KPIs or data. It really doesn't matter what you call them. Ultimately, they come down to your biggest goals. I'm going to use two of the main terms analytics and KPIs to walk you through what you should be tracking in your business. First, Google defines analytics as information resulting from the systematic analysis of data or statistics. Oracle broke this down even further and calls analytics the process of discovering, interpreting, and communicating significant patterns in data. When you see how many people have been to your website in the last week, that's analytics. When Instagram tells you how many people watched your reel, that's analytics. Typically, when it comes to external sources, your analytics will be automatically tracked for you. There are so many tools to see how many people went to your website, joined your email list, clicked on something in Instagram, etc., and they're all done for you. You don't have to go in and manually count the numbers. They're given to you in reports. You just have to go get the reports. Sometimes they'll be emailed to you automatically. Sometimes you have to turn that on. But they're tracked outside of you. You don't have to worry about it. You just have to go get the information. You can also do your own analytics in-house, although that does require a little more work. CRMs and other platforms like Dubsado and Pixify and Tave can assist with that, but sometimes it takes a little bit of time and concentration. For instance, I was really curious in about 2016, which months were my busiest. So I looked at my CRM for the past four years to determine these details. This is what I wanted to find out. First, I wanted to know which month had more sessions actually booked and confirmed, even if they were in the future. So this means someone called me in January to book a session in July. We counted that in January. I wanted to see the actual booking date. Second, I wanted to see which month had more sessions that actually happened. Third, I wanted to see which month had the highest revenue. These are all numbers that influenced when I did my promotions because I knew that there were some months that were busier than others, and I didn't want to add more to those months. I wanted to fill up the slower months, and this is all analytics. Now I had to figure those out on my own. Pixiv did tell me, and if you guys aren't using a CRM, you need to have something in place. So Pixify told me, but I made my own spreadsheet to say, oh, September had this, October had this, so that I could really go through and look at these numbers. This is all analytics. Don't let that term scare you. Analytics is just tracking something in your business that you want to know more about. That's really all it is. Analytics will show you some of the results of certain things you've been working on, like marketing or booking or promotional materials, all of those things. KPIs are extremely similar, except KPI literally stands for Key Performance Indicators. These are targets that help you look at and measure your progress against your goals. For example, if you know that most of your clients come from Instagram, you might then want to measure specific things on Instagram to make sure that you're growing and participating in the conversation on Instagram you might want to have a KPI that measures growth in followers and interactions or video plays or other options within Instagram. You might want to really focus on reels and Instagram because you know that that is a key performance indicator when it comes to new clients that are booking you. Or if you know that you have several clients coming from another source that you haven't really been working on, you might want to start looking at some KPIs on that particular source. One of the big KPIs that most businesses and dare I say all businesses should be measuring is your revenue. What do you want your revenue to be and what is it really? What is your revenue per client? What is your average client investment? What is your profit margin? What are your costs of doing business? If you wanted to set up a KPI for each of these, you could look at increasing or decreasing them to align with your bigger goals. You can see that ultimately these two things are really, really close. It's all just numbers, it's math. And again, we have to be adjusting our mindset because there is no moral right or wrong in these numbers. They're just numbers. So let's plug in an example goal so that I can start to show you what numbers you might wanna be tracking. Let's say that you're a business owner, you're at 15,000 annually, and you wanna get to 50,000 annually. You have some clients, but not enough. And you know that several of your clients come from word of mouth referrals. You have an average client investment of $500 per client. And you also really hate Instagram. So it's not where you wanna spend a ton of time. But you've been really kind of enjoying TikTok and wanna grow that some more to see if some clients can find you there. You also know you need to grow your email list and use it regularly because you have one, but you don't really use it. But you know that every time you email your list, you book a couple of clients from that. Now I'm gonna put a little note in here and I really wanna caution you on doing too many marketing strategies because it's very easy to get overwhelmed very quickly. You don't have to be everywhere. Get really, really good at one, then expand. So for instance, in this example, someone is really enjoying TikTok. Now I will say that when it comes to marketing, if there's something that you enjoy, it will come across in what you're doing and that will typically be more successful. So don't push yourself to do something that you really, really hate unless you know that it's really, really going to help your business, not just because someone said it would, but because your analytics have shown you that. So in this example, to get to $50,000 annually, we have to add in another $35,000 in revenue. At the average client investment of $500, that means adding in another 70 client appointments. Depending on your workload, when it comes to those appointments, that might be doable, or it might sound like a nightmare. (laughs) You'll need to decide if you want to increase your pricing with increased value for your clients or add in another 70 clients at your current investment of 500 Now I'm going to pretend that you're my student and that I'm talking you into raising your prices. Let's say you decide to set your new pricing at $1,000 for an average client investment, which means you now need only 50 clients annually to make your goal of $50,000 in revenue annually. If you know that word of mouth is important to you, you can look at the analytics of who is referring you and how many clients they're referring to you. Based on the analytics, again, I keep using that word so we get really comfy with it. Based on the analytics, you can set a KPI and a goal to increase that or to incentivize more of that from those same people and the people that you're going to add to your client base in the future. If you know that word of mouth works for you, do you have a client referral program in place? to make it even more enticing for past clients to send more clients to you? Do you have a return client bonus for when they come back to you every year? These are examples of KPIs that you can set up to start tracking what you need to track in your business. If you want to grow on TikTok and you're currently at 150 followers, what do you have to do to get to 300 followers? What could that mean for your revenue? This is another KPI, do you need to have more videos? Do you need to have different hashtags? Do you need to have different collaborations and partners that you work with? These are all different KPIs that you can start to track and set as far as goals in your business. If you have an email list of, let's say, 200 people right now, what would it take to get it to 500 people? Are you sending emails consistently that have value to your existing list? These are all KPIs that you can track. This is just one goal of something that you might want to track. And you'll notice that all of these KPIs that I recommended will directly affect your revenue based on what you already know from your analytics. And if it's too much and you want to scale it back and you're like, oh my gosh, Brooke, this sounds so hard. That's okay too. I have a worksheet at boldwithbrook.com analytics, all in word, A-N-A-L-Y-T-I-C-S, that will actually show you what I track every month for my photography studio. Every business is different. You don't have to track what I'm tracking. It doesn't have to line up exactly. But seeing that spreadsheet that I've built that I actually use in my business every week might give you an idea of things that you didn't think of before, something else that you might want to look at. I check in every single Monday with my numbers. Where is my revenue at? How many sessions did I have last week? What is my email list size? What is my Facebook group size? I know that when I'm emailing consistently, my website traffic doubles and so do my inquiries. So am I making sure that I'm actually doing that? Because if I'm being completely honest, I forget. (laughs) Sometimes when you're in business for yourself, you don't have a boss or a supervisor or someone hovering over you to make sure that you're doing what you need to be doing. Tracking analytics and setting those KPIs can give you that push to keep going and doing the things that you know you should be doing in your business. These numbers can also be a reminder that even on the days when you're crying in the closet, I'm not saying I've done it or not. I'm just saying, I know some people do, maybe me, maybe not. Even on those days when you're ready to burn it all down, that you are in fact growing. It may not be in the speed that you wanted, but you're growing and you're seeing change. And sometimes those smaller habits can be what exponentially changes our business, not necessarily the overnight viral type things. If you haven't read the book Atomic Habits, I highly recommend this book. There is a quote from the book, which is written by James Clear, that says, It doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful you are right now. What matters is whether your habits are putting you on a path towards success you should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than with your current result. In the book, he gives the example of the person that works with rocks and sculptures, sometimes it's a teeny tiny chipping away at something that will ultimately give you the goal that you want. And those huge hits will sometimes shatter what you're trying to create. Analytics and KPIs are just numbers. Again, these numbers don't determine your worth get really comfortable with looking at them. I look at mine every single Monday, unless I'm traveling, and even then, I'll usually do it from my phone because it's just a Google spreadsheet. It's a habit that took a while to solidify. I forgot for a long time, but I've been doing it since 2020, and it's something that's really, really important to me. Knowing your numbers and tracking those numbers is an absolutely essential skill to have if you wanna see success in your business. How are you even gonna know what success looks like if you don't have the numbers to back it up? Knowing these numbers, tracking them, and being willing to really examine them without making it mean something about you, good or bad, truly puts you in the CEO role of your business instead of the employee role. Remember, you went into business to create what you love, to design your life. We wanted to have freedom, right? And yet so many of us, myself included, just created another job for ourselves with lower pay and more hours than we ever would have had in a corporate job and no health insurance, am I right? (laughs) It is time to step into that CEO role, to know, to track and examine those numbers so that we can keep moving forward toward the things that we want most. Here are a few quick links again, just in case you miss them. If you wanna get immediate access to my analytics worksheet that shows you what I track every single Monday, go to boldwithbrook.com/analytics if you're not sure what your goals are i highly recommend episode 81 you can listen to it at boldwithbrook.com/81 and super special inside information here if you miss the email marketing class from october we are going to repeat it again in november possibly first week of december with 3 days of instruction and small tasks to get you all set and then class on the fourth day I'm really, really excited to go through this again. Several people were sad to miss it. The people that went through it absolutely loved it. So we're doing a round two. <laughs> sign up at boldwithbrook.com slash workshop, and I can't wait to see you there. If you were listening to this podcast episode and you're like, Brooke, get out of my brain, you will want to make sure to sign up for that workshop. We will be talking all about email marketing and sales And we have something brand new that you will want to be a part of. So this workshop is free and I will walk you through the basic foundational steps to start building your email list. We're going to talk about being a woman and running a business and really just building this must have digital asset for your business. If you finish this episode and you're like, Brooke, what was that address to leave a review? I don't remember. Don't worry. I got you. (laughs) Head on over to boldwithbrooke.com slash iTunes to leave a review. This podcast is a free resource, and those reviews are like podcast currency. And a big, huge thank you ahead of time to you for leaving one. I so appreciate them. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to Business Straight Up. I'm so glad that you could join us today. Check out the show notes for this and all of the episodes at businessstraightuppodcast.com. And I can't wait to talk with you again. Have a great day.